Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you want to live to be 100 years old, here are a few basic rules to follow. A, never try to beat railroad trains to crossing. B, don't try to breathe underwater. C, avoid falling off tall buildings. Now, these rules should keep you in reasonable health. But if you really want to get technical about it, read the little book just brought home by Mr. McGee. A Fibber McGee and Holly! What on earth are you reading, McGee? I haven't seen you so interested in anything since you had your thumb caught in a bowling ball. Oh, this is really fascinating, Molly. It's a book on how to live to be 150. Heavenly days, 150. Yep. I didn't know anything lived to that age, except redwood trees, elephants, and radio jokes. <laughs> According to this guy, it's a pinch. You just got to go primitive, that's all. Wear fewer clothes, breathe more air, eat simple things, and most of all, don't get excited. Who's excited? I think it's very dull. Why, George, I've only been reading this book for an hour and a half, and I feel five years younger already. I feel like I could leap clear across the room. Well, naturally. You're sitting on my knitting needle. Huh? Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to live up to what this book says and see what happens. Do we got any goat's milk? What? Very fantastic as it may seem, we haven't a drop of goat's milk in the house. Hmm. Any turtle eggs? <laughs> well, now, let me think. Turtle eggs. Hmm. Turtle eggs. Hmm. McGee, I'm sorry to say that even if I had known that turtles laid eggs, which I didn't, I probably wouldn't have forgotten to order any, which I did. Mm-hmm. Even if the milkman was silly enough to carry them, which he is. Oh, well, that isn't your fault, baby. How about pigs? We got any pigs? Well, we have some fig newtons. You could scrape the cookie part off and eat the fillings. <laughs> Great, great. Now we're getting someplace. Now let me see. Incidentally, uh, Methuselah, what's the name of that book? Huh? Oh, it's called Be Middle-Aged at a Hundred. Uh-huh. Who wrote it? A fellow named Young. Will be... Yeah, Will be Young. <laughs> Here's his picture in the front of the book. Look at that physique, will you? <laughs> my, my. He looks yeah. strong enough to fight his weight in tigers. You betcha. And stupid enough to try it. <laughs> yeah, but, but look, at the, look at that chest expansion. He has to have pleats on his necktie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll ever look like that, heaven forbid? Why not? I'm muscular, but I'm just not developed yet. Now, my dear, if you'll excuse me, I must do some exercises. Such as what, said she, trying to remember where she put the liniment? Well, the book says a simple exercise for the novice is open the window wide, remove or loosen the clothing, sit on the knees, and practice holding the stomach in. <laughs> Why don't you start with something even simpler? What do you mean? Try sitting on your stomach and holding your knees in. <laughs> We've got company. Come in. Oh, hello there, Mrs. Carstairs. Do come in. How do you do, my dear? Good day, Mr. McGee. Hi, Carstairs. Hey, do you know where I can get any goat's milk? I've always heard, Mr. McGee, that one of the most reliable places is from a goat. 
sounds very reasonable, I'm sure. The reason I inquired, Carsty, is I'm starting a new health program. I got a book on how to live to be 150. I think it's a very hazardous idea, Miss McGee. One of my great-great-grandfathers lived to be 103. And do you know what happened? Drafted, was he, Millicent? <laughs> no, my dear. But at his 103rd birthday party, they had to make such a big cake to put all those candles on that the dining table collapsed and killed him. <laughs> my gosh, I'll remember that. Make a note, Molly. On my 150th birthday, no cake. Pardon me while I run out and turn off the oven. <laughs> Must you have goat's milk, Mr. McGee? And if so, why? Goat's milk, Carsty, has nutritional elements which are lacking in ordinary cow's milk, according to the book, anyway. I think it's overrated, McGee. Why do you? Well, I've seen goats that were only six years old and they had beards a foot long. <laughs> you know, that's grown old pretty fast. But you must remember, my dear, that Mr. McGee will probably not eat any tin cans. Or will he? I eat nothing but simple, natural foods, Carsty. Figs, dates, bananas, turtle eggs, and grass. Heavenly days, grass. Certainly. Science has discovered that ordinary dried grass has got practically all the vitamins there is into it. Are you permitted a dandelion or two for dessert, Mr. McGee? <laughs> Bring your lawnmower over someday, Millicent, and we'll have lunch with McGee. Okay, okay, scoff if you want to deride me. But by George, 50 years from now, when you two old ladies are being pushed around in your wheelchairs, I'll be waving to you from the handball court. Well, I'm sorry, Miss McGee, if I seem skeptical of your health program. I really wish you every success with it. Well... Gee, thanks, Darcy. You really think it might be good, Millicent, huh? Indeed I do, my dear. Particularly the diet of dried grass. I'm only sorry he started it too late. Too late for what? To enter you in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> my, what a thrill it would be to walk down into the winner's circle, lift up the floral horseshoe and say, Why, I know that horse's neck. <laughs> I must be going. Good day. Hey, Molly, it's working. This book is marvelous. Is it, dearie? Yeah. Doesn't seem to me you're bulging any new places. <laughs> Maybe not, but I feel wonderful. I wish I knew where I could get some goat's milk, though. Do you mind if I buy a goat? <laughs> Frankly, dearie, yes, I do. How about a camel? According to the book, camel's milk can be used if goat's milk is unattainable. According to the book, there's a tribe of people in Eastern Asia that lives entirely on camel's milk and wild honey. I never heard... <laughs> I never heard of milking a camel. Is that why they call it a dromedary? You're thinking of a different kind of a dairy. Besides, camels and dromedaries are two different kinds of animals. What's the difference? One advertises dates and one advertises cigarettes. <laughs> That's why they have to... Come in. Why, for goodness sakes, Mayor Latrivia, and so early in the program. <laughs> Good day, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Hi, Latrivia, old man. Have a caraway tea. Take two, they're small. No, thank you. You consider caraway seeds a confection by any chance? 
Well, he's on a new health program, Mr. Mayor. Raw vegetables, seeds, nuts, and goat's milk, if obtainable, which it doesn't seem to be. Going to live to be 150 years old by this system, Latrivia. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Wouldn't you want to live to be 150, Mr. Mayor? No, no, I wouldn't. Why not? Because by that time, the new cars will be available, and I won't be able to buy one out of my pension. <laughs> Just uh, what is this new system for longevity, McGee? It's got nothing to do with longevity, Latrib. This is a system that if you follow it closely, you'll live a lot longer. Oh, pardon me. You know, my grandfather drank a great deal of goat's milk. That's no cool. one knows how long he would have lived if he hadn't met with an accident at 99. Heavenly days, 99. What happened to the poor old man, Mr. Mayor? Uh, he was thrown from a polo pony. <laughs> my God. He's off on a horse at 99, huh? It was his own fault, McGee. He'd been up all night carousing around the nightclub. Oh, I warned him, but he said he simply had to do something to forget the pain. The pain of what, Mr. Mayor? He was teething again. Uh. His third set. <laughs> that settles it, but George. <laughs> Is it against any city ordinance to keep a goat in this neighborhood? Uh, living as I do, McGee, only two blocks from here, if there is no such ordinance, I shall see that one is passed immediately. Well, that's what I keep telling him, Your Honor. You'd better just forget that part of your health program, dearie. Well, is there any law, then, against my swinging through the trees in a leopard skin? Yes. What law is that? Gravity. <laughs> Nobody says anything when Johnny Weissmuller does it. Well, movie actors can get away with things like that, dearie. Well, I've been in the movies, haven't I? You have, McGee? When was that? In 1936. Remember the newsreels of the Legion Parade in Chicago? Mm -hmm. Well, I was the guy that kept running back and forth across the street and making faces into the camera. Your Fox Movie Tone News offered him a contract, too, Mr. Mayor. Did he sign it? I most certainly did not know never such a thing. Nobody can make me stay at home when there's a parade in town. <laughs> not even for 18 bucks a month. <laughs> Strange that they should have offered so little to gain so much. Well, I must be getting along. Uh, unless, uh, Unless what, Mr. Mayor? Unless you would enjoy involving me in one of your annoying little word mix-ups. Oh, not this week, Latavia. According to the book, I ain't supposed to get excited. <laughs> Shortens one's life. Yes, I've been on the point of murdering you a number of times. <laughs> well, good luck with your health system, McGee. Good day. What's the matter? What are you looking for? Oh, 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 oh here it is. Oh, let me see. How to sleep. It says, open air sleeping is preferable. Mm -hmm. If one must sleep indoors, open all windows and doors and sleep on floors covered with pine needles or place a flat board under mattress. Hey, where do you suppose I could get 100 pounds of pine needles? Well, now, if you think I'm going to get up 20 times a night to cover you with pine needles, no, no. wrong. Don't mean to cover me with pine needles. It means to cover the floor with pine needles. Look, why don't we just sell the house and go live in the woods? 
we could hibernate all winter, being natural hibernians. How about clothes? Well, you could go out and skin a moose, and I'd tan your hide for you. That is, I'd... Uh... Hello, folks. Hello there, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Have a pistachio? Oh, I used to have, but I shaved it off when no, I... No, no. Oh, a pistachio. No, thanks. Look, McGee, it might be all very well for you to eat just nuts and carrots and caraway seeds, but does the book say to eat them all day long? We don't say. What book is that, Phil? Well, it's a book on how to live 150 years, Mr. Wilcox. It's wonderful. He's only had it a few hours, and I've aged 10 years already. It's called Be Middle-Aged at 100, Junior. Just a few simple rules of health that anybody can follow. Hey, do you know anybody that owns a camel? No. Why, are you going to join the Foreign Legion? He thinks he has to drink camel's milk or goat's milk, Mr. Wilcox. Like most diets, it's more trouble than it's worth. Where'd you get the book, pal? Out of Doc Gamble's office. I went up there to see him to get vaccinated, and I saw this book on the table, so I bought it. What would it be doing in a doctor's office if it was no good? That doesn't prove anything. I've seen your cousin Martin in a doctor's office, and he's no good. <laughs> well, anyway, I didn't say it was no good, pal. Might be very worthwhile. Frankly, I'm in the same business. What business, Junior? Inquired Fondle of loving little Sibra. <laughs> His blue eyes dancing with mischief because he knew darn well what the answer was going to be. <laughs> well, my business is making people live longer and happier, particularly housewives. See? By the minute they start using Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, they have more leisure, more time for fun and frolic, and consequently more happy. If your little blue eyes are through dancing with mischief, McGee, you can sip this one out. Well, I was merely a... The reason I say I'm selling longer life is double-barreled, folks. I sell longer life to people because it eliminates old-fashioned floor scrubbing. And I sell longer life to linoleum. Linoleum. Yeah. (laughs) Because Johnson's Glow Coat protects and preserves it against wear and stuffing. Helps restore faded and worn, uh, stuff. To its original bright beauty. No rubbing, no buffing. It shines as it dries. Still having trouble with that word, Waxy? What word? Linoleum. Certainly not. I can say it any time I want it. Say it. I don't want it. Now, now, come, Mr. Wilcox. You'll simply have to get over that. Remember what happened to McGee? He had to give up a good job selling you in Phyclocedias. <laughs> That's in Pisopedia. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not worried. It'll come back to me one of these days. What will? Manolium. Uh, say, about this book you're studying, does it really claim you can live to be 150 years old? Well, according to the book, Mr. Wilcox, there is a tribe of people in Eastern Asia who all live to be over 100. My gosh, what do they do for a living? I think they sell each other life insurance, Junior. <laughs> Hey, do you know where I could buy some good, fresh turtle eggs? No, I don't, pal. Could you use any goose eggs? The book don't say anything about goose eggs, Waxy. You got some? No, but my little nephew brought some home from school. Four of them. Huh? In arithmetic, spelling, geography, and deportment. Let me know if you want them. <laughs> I wonder what school his nephew goes to. Why? I'd like to visit there sometime. Imagine teaching a goose geography. Why not? 
As I remember, you laid an egg in both history and English. No, that's different. I used to copy all my examinations from the guy in front of me. Remember him, Webster Foot? Oh, sure, old Webfoot. Yeah. I wonder what ever became. Ah, just in time, didn't it? <laughs> I don't know where we'd have gone with that one. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Pete. Oh, hello there, Mr. Wimple. Nice to see you. Hi, Wimp. Have a fig? Good for what ails you, if anything. If nothing does, it's doing well if you eat enough of these. No, thank you, Mr. McGee. I'm not eating very much these days. Gaining weight, Mr. Wimple? No, losing teeth, Mrs. McGee. Hmm? My gosh, Wimp. You got four teeth missing. Well, they're not missing, Mr. McGee. I know where they are. Oh. They're under the desk in our living room. Oh, I'll bet you've been having more trouble with Mrs. Wimple, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little, Mrs. McGee. She gave me a rabbit punch for Easter. What was she sore about, Wimp? Simply because I brought her a big bouquet of flowers, Mr. McGee. Well, that's a pretty silly thing to be annoyed about, Miss Wimple. What kind of flowers were they? Lily. Sweetie Face was taking a nap when I came in, so I just quickly toed over, laid them on her chest, and folded her hands over them. <laughs> she looked so natural. When... When she woke up, she just flew into a rage, believe me. What'd she do, Wimp? She grabbed me and threw me against the ceiling. Ooh. Down I came, crashed. Then she threw me up again. Down I crashed. Then she threw me up again. What happened? You go through the plaster? No. <laughs> I landed in the chandelier. <laughs> then I stuck my head over the side of it and stuck my tongue out at it. My goodness, what a brawl. I'll bet that infuriated her. Boy, it really did. She jumped up on a table and grabbed my leg and tried to pull me down. But I fixed that. All right, all right. Ow, Wallace. I took out a light bulb and stuck my thumb in the socket. Ooh. There was a big flash of blue and white light, and Sweetie first, Sweetie face turned green and purple and landed across the room in a red and yellow wastebasket. <laughs> it was a very pretty effect. <laughs> well, how come you didn't get an electric shock yourself, Mr. Wimple? Oh, I couldn't, Mrs. McGee. You see, my father and his father were both streetcar motormen. <laughs> I've come from a long line of non-conductive. What's that? You haven't, eh? You got any idea where I might get some? Haven't, eh? Okay, thanks anyway. What are you trying to get, McGee? Goat's milk. Let me make one more call. Hello, operator. Give me Onderdonk's Golden Holstein and don't keep the bottles any longer than you have to, Derry. That's right, I'll test... Oh, hi, Mert. Oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? What's that, Mert? Your brother. Got a job with the United Nations organization, eh? Who's up, Mert? Oh, 
Well, that must keep him fairly busy. What does he do, dearie? He opens the door when the Russians walk out. What's that, Mert? Oh, well, never mind. I'll call later. Boy, I can't locate any goat's milk anyplace. Well, maybe if you call it. Come in. Oh, hello there, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Molly. Good day, shortening bread. B-R-E-D. Hi, delivery boy. I was down to see you for a vaccination this morning, but the nurse says you were busy. Did you put your two heads together and have a consultation with yourself? Tell the doctor about borrowing this book theory. Unless you think he hasn't missed it, in which case let your conscience be your guide. Oh, yeah. Look, Doc. Yes? I was up at your office this morning, but I didn't see you. Thank you very much. He wants to be vaccinated, Doctor. And he says he wants it uh, where it won't show in case he ever has to pose in a bathing suit for Charles Atlas. Now you tell one. Hey, by the way, Doc, when I left your office, I picked up a book off your office table. Yes, I know. The nurse put it on your bill, $2 and a half. He didn't think anybody saw him take it, Doctor. My nurse not only has eyes in the back of her head, but they're better than the ones she has in front. <laughs> well, you've got a lot of moxie, you big tummy thumper, charging me two and a half for a little skinny book like that. Like what? I don't even know what book you stole. He just borrowed it, Doctor. He's very conscientious about borrowed books. My goodness, he knows to the exact dollar how much he owes the public library on Anthony Adler. The book, Doctor, is called Be Middle-Aged at 100. It's all about how to live to be 150. Did you realize there's a tribe of people in Eastern Asia who live simply on wild honey and camel's milk? No, but I have a patient who has lived for 15 years on just nuts and dates. Really, Doctor? What does he do? He runs an escort bureau. Doc, this book says to drink lots of goat's milk. Is goat's milk really healthy? Well, it must be. I haven't had a goat in my office for years. <laughs> Have you read the book yourself, Doctor? Oh, yes. Like it? It's amusing. Amusing? Look, my fine feathered physician and sturgeon. Just because you're loaded to the gills with professional jealousy... Professional jealousy has nothing to do with it, my boy. In fact, that book was written by a good friend of mine, Will B. Young. Oh. Fine lad. What a physique. Too bad. What do you mean, too bad? Well, he died when he was 22. <laughs> Simply keeled over while milking a goat. <laughs> What's the matter, McGee? Why are you looking at me like that? Well, I was just wondering if you'd like to join us for dinner, Doc. We're going out for some chili con carne. <laughs> Aren't we, Molly? Are we? Sure. <laughs> What are you doing now, McGee? Writing a book. About what? The health book. How a guy can eat anything he wants, stay out as late as he likes, and avoid all exercise. My goodness, what's the name of it? How to be middle-aged at 35. <laughs> ah, 35, what a memory. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> 